0: Just for a subject matter, and um, I'm not one who follows the tradition of men and preach sermons based upon a particular uh, holiday, except God gives me something. But for a subject matter, I want to continue the last time I spoke with you, uh, apart from the Our Faith Conference, we have been talking about on Sundays, the gospel or the good news or God's good New. So I want to continue that um teaching, but for a subject matter, I want you to write this down. Standing strong in my freedom. Or standing firm in however you want to say it in your freedom in Christ Jesus. Standing firm in that freedom. And you can put for a Subtopic with that living in agreement with God, living in agreement. And if you're going to stand or remain firm in the liberty whereby Christ has set you free, it's only going to come by living in agreement with God. That means you have to disregard what religion has said about you. You have to disregard Even what some preachers say about you and look at what the word of God has declared about you relative to his word and stand in that. Well, why do you say some preachers? Because some preachers even today still preach a work based religion and effort Based religion, a religion that says you have to do this in order for God to be good to you. But when you understand the the resurrection, Jesus, that God is good to you based upon what Jesus did. And you need to stand firm in that. Why? Because God is only bound by his agreement. His word is his agreement. In any area that you live in agreement with God, he is bound by that agreement. So if I'm in agreement, God has to hold firm to that title, to that title deed, as it says in Hebrews 11.1. So you have to live in agreement with God. Now, we have been talking about the gospel, and in First Corinthians 15.1, Paul declares this, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you receive, and in which you stand, is what? Christ died for our sins. He was buried. He rose on the third day, and he was seen. Then, of course, the Bible lets us know he ascended and he seated with or next to the Father. Now, these are important. We said throughout this teaching, we were... Get greater clarity on what these things mean. Christ died for our sins. So one of the things you have to remember or one of the things I want to discuss today is that because of that, you were justified because Christ died for and rose again. So we need to understand our justification in Christ. See, Jesus dying for you is more than just you going to heaven. See, you get eternal life the moment you receive Jesus, not when you get to heaven. I'll say it again. The moment you receive Christ as your Savior, that moment you receive or you have eternal life, then, not when you die. Any Bible readers in the house? John 6 47. Let me see it in the Amplified Version. And the reason I'm saying that because, see, you can receive Jesus today and live another 100 years. Well, He wants you to have life more abundantly and living in the freedom whereby He has set you free while you're still here. So, again, salvation is more than just you missing hell and going to heaven. That's good, that's the most important thing that you have in eternal life but you still have to live in the freedom whereby he has set you free while you are still remaining in the earth. Amen. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he who what? Believes in me as Savior, whoever adheres to, trusts in, relies on, and has faith in who? See, this even goes back to our teaching on uh, being living in agreement with God, talking about living from the faith of Jesus or by the faith of Jesus, has faith in me, already has eternal life. That is now possesses it. <laughs> That's enough in and of itself to shout, you mean I have it now, you have it now. And since you have it now, he wants you to walk in the freedom of it now. You won't need it then. You need to understand how to live in it now. Are you with me? So I want to encourage you to stand, and we're going to see that, again, this freedom in Christ, it's not, we're not justifying antinomianism. That means that you live without any standard, any moral standard. That's not what the Bible declares. Are you with me? Again, when you live in agreement with God, I'm not even, let's just flow with Holy Spirit because y'all looking at me like I'm a teacher. So I'm not bound by the traditions of men that oppose the word. I'm more concerned about you walking in your liberty whereby Christ has set you free. Y'all, you, 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 you know me by now. You know I'm not moved by the mask. Let me show you something. But he wants you to live in the freedom now. Are you here? John 10, 10. Let me just show you something. So he came for just more than to have eternal life. You have that now. But he came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The thief does not come except to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Again, will you please quit saying that's... Thief right here is not talking about the devil. He's talking about thieves and robbers who lead you another way, other than Jesus. He nowhere in that verse does it say the devil can. The thief, or religious leaders, or teachers, or religions that lead you away from Jesus. But he said, "I have come that you may have life." See, it, matter of fact, there's no life in any other way. <laughs> religion doesn't give you life religion exasperates you religion depletes you of your strength because the more you try to satisfy something you never you can't witness enough to be saved because how do you know that you witnessed enough how much is enough be a witness I'm not sure who that was for. But I have come that you may have life and have it how? More abundantly. us in the Greek. Let's look at that definition. I just want to show you something. Because we're talking about standing firm in your what? Freedom. He came that you may have what? Abundant, exceedingly? Preeminence, advantage? Uh, Properly? I'm skipping down, look, all around, more than, beyond what is what. See, Christ came that you may live life beyond what is anticipated. (laughs) See, he wants you to have, you know, more than just a little bit for you and and, and your two. (laughs) He, he, he came to, 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 he wants you to live in a freedom that know that if you only pray seven minutes a day, you're just as good as the man who prays seven hours. Amen. See, he, he, he came to exceed your expectation. Let me calm down because I'm not one who likes to get rowdy. Watch this more abundantly. Going past the expected limit more than enough keep going down now now this is the definition john 10:10 10, 10, i came in order that they that they who believers might what continuously have life even that they may what continuously have it all around god wants you to have l- listen that when you understand this you understand he is Jehovah Shalom, he is the Lord God, Thy peace, where there's nothing missing, nothing lacking in any area. See, that's all around. See, it's just, it, it, it's just not enough to be in agreement with God concerning your finances. It's just not enough to be in agreement with God concerning your relationship. You need, in order to have it all around, you need to be in agreement with God in every facet of your life. Again, because he's only bound by his agreement. Well, Pastor, now you know Cookie and Donut. You know how they living. Well, see see here's the thing. If cookie and donut I pray there's nobody here named Cookie and Donut are living opposite of what God says. Then Cookie and Donut in that area is out of agreement. So there are things that should be happening for them that won't happen because they're not living based on the contract. That doesn't mean that they're not saved. But God cannot co-sign on something that's not in agreement with his word. Now, 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 hold on. Now, hold on. If cookie and donut lives in agreement, if they hold fast, give me that uh, uh, confession, homologia, let me see that. If they are really holding fast or living according to the agreement, they're going to get to the point where they love what God loves and hate what God hates. Are you here? So, see, here's the thing. So if they really want to be in agreement, then they're going to begin to love what he loves and hate what he hate. So that means the areas where they're out of agreement, they're going to eventually what? Come into agreement. Are you here? See, when you're in agreement, you speak the same thing that God speaks. You say the same thing about situations, circumstances, that God says, are you with me? Yes, sir. Amen. It's a collective agreement about, about what God loves and hates, and they have the courage or the convictions to, pro- to proclaim it and live it out. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So there are believers who wonder why things don't happen. It's not because you're not good. If something's not manifesting, you're just not in agreement. You're saying, Lord, I don't agree with you. And since you don't agree, He's not bound by His word. Because you don't agree. He's only bound by His word when you come into agreement with what He said. You hear? So for those who are running, why me and things not going like they ought to go and this stuff don't work. No, it works. He's just not in agreement. Who's with me? This is good to me. I don't know about you. But when you get to this place, see, see, th- that's why, eat, that's why, I, ah. Let's go to Galatians 5 1. So, I mean, what what was he encouraging me to live in this liberty whereby Christ has set me free? Why? Because he wants me to have life all around. He wants me to enjoy life greater than what I even expected. But it cannot come without living in agreement. We have freedom when? Yeah. Now. Because who made you free? Christ, not what you do. There's nothing you can do to establish a freedom other than believe in Jesus. You can't work your way into this kind of freedom. That's not how that works. Staying strong in that freedom. What? The freedom whereby Christ has set you free. Don't go back to slavery again. What? Into thinking that you can make things right based upon your own efforts. And I'm saying that to say because again, religion focuses on they, the, you have you have religion or preach even some preachers in Christendom they focus more on do's, trying to get you to do something. And it's not the doing if, 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 if preachers would spend more time on getting you to believe right, the doing right would take care of itself. See, the reason why I say that, because you have people who are doing, but they don't believe right. So, the doing does not produce anything because you think it's your doing. And since you think it's your doing, that's not in agreement. So, even though I'm doing all these things, that's why people say, Well, I, I was good and I didn't wear this or didn't. Well, no, no, no. If you believe right, you will wear right, dress right, however you. <laughs> Listen, I, Paul, tell you that if you start following the law, watch this, by being circumcised, then Christ cannot what? Help you. Are you guys here? Um, again, now let me give you a little context. Paul, and you already know it's Paul. He's refudiating Judaism who taught that the Gentiles must obey the Jewish law in order to be saved. And he's calling Christians, watch this, to faith and freedom in Christ. Okay? He said, man, listen, it it is not that way. But your freedom is in Christ, not you trying to do something on your own. Are you here? Again, not free to do whatever we want because that will lead you back into slavery. Why? Because now you're giving it to yourself as desires. Is, Is that this? My mic? Okay, watch this. Verse three. Again, I want everyone. If you allow yourselves to be circumcised, then you must what? Follow the whole law. Keep going. If you try to be made right with God through the law, your life with Christ is finished. You have left God's grace. And a lot of preachers have been in error because they have led people away from God's grace by telling them that you have to do a bunch of things and you have to do this, you have to do that, not not understanding that if they believe right, the doing right would take care of itself. So there's more time spent on telling you, don't dress like this or don't dress, don't wear this, don't wear that or don't say it And rather than telling you if you just get in agreement with the father. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> See, see, you know, and sometimes, you know, again, you have to stand in this liberty and people be saying, well, pastor, you just letting people. I'm not. People have the truth. See, because one or two things happen. If they choose not to, then certain things not happen. Why? Because they are out of agreement. But if they are living or if they are holding fast to that agreement, then they're going to love what God loves and hate what he hates. What's hard about that to understand? Are you here? I say this. I say this because our hope of being right with God comes through what? Faith. Comes how? through faith and the spirit helps us feel sure as we wait for that hope. So watch this. I say that because our hope of being right with God is through what? Is this, is it my mic? Because I'm not doing that much moving. <clears throat> so he, oh man, what is this? Jeez. Can, 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 can you get me right? This thing, man, it's not even me. Look, don't I look weird with this? So, as into, come on now. Let's- <laughs> <laughs> Feel like I want to tune up or something. Say hi. Yeah, want to do (laughs) it? See, we got some religious folk in the back. Preach. (laughs) Uh, I say this because oh, Jesus. I say this because our hope it right with God comes how? Amen. Through faith. Please get my mic fixed, sir. Now, again, a part of this gospel is understanding our what? Justification in Christ. Our freedom in Christ comes through having faith in him. Okay? Now, in John... 1930, and and why this is important is because, uh, listen, many are denied access, not because again, what they're doing or how they act, but how they believe. And there are a lot of believers who are guilty, and they walk in condemnation based on misinformation and they need to understand that when Jesus said it is finished all of your efforts went out the window it's almost like you want to say what part of it is finished don't you get what part of living by his faith don't you get Are you here So when Jesus received the sour wine he said it is what finished It is finished it's the Greek word tetelestai which means accomplished completed Perfected. It's an encou- it's an accounting term that means paid in full. Boy, see. See, see, see. See, understanding resurrection, the man resurrection, again, it's more than declaring that he got up with all power. Same power he has, you have. If you place your faith in him. (laughs) Look, but it's believing that what he did paid your sin debt in full. And now you can rest in him. This is not hard. Please get my mic because I don't like this yelling and screaming and carrying on. Now, when Jesus announced those words, he was declaring that the debt owed to the Father was wiped away. Watch this. Completely and forever. Now, understand, Jesus wasn't wiping away any debt that he owed the Father. Rather, he terminated, eradicated, exterminated, canceled the debt that was owed by mankind, which was the debt of sin. Boy, this is a good teacher to me. Come on, sir. Thank you, sir. Amen. Hold, hold on. You're on TV all across the world now, so go ahead. Let people know your status. You're married. He's, I, I do know he's single. Anything else you want to add? He has a good job, ladies. Uh, don't look at me. Look at the camera. Eh? Let them know who you are. I present to you Stone, Dwight Stone. Amen. He also completed the fulfillment, watch this, of all of the Old Testament prophecies, fulfilling the law and the prophets. In other words, Jesus, listen to this, guys. Jesus' purpose was to establish the word, to embody it, and to fully accomplish all that was written. Christ is the culmination of the law. You can see this in Romans 10 and 4 if you want to put it up for their reading. All the predictions of the prophets concerning the Messiah would would be realized in Jesus. The holy standard of the law would be perfectly upheld by Christ. The strict, watch this, requirements, personally obeyed. And the ceremonial observances finally and fully were satisfied in Christ. So you are no longer justified by what you do. You're justified by what he did. And when you understand that, you won't let another religious person put you back in the bondage of slavery. Because they're going to be calling you, you're not saved. You, 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 you're living this loose life. No, no, no. I'm living in a freedom whereby Christ has set me free. I'm not trying to establish my righteousness based upon what I did. I'm righteous based upon what he did. And since I'm righteous based upon what he did, that's good enough for me. Well, what about some and such living, living well, do you know how they live. Well, they're not. They're, I'm not saying they're not saved. I'm just saying perhaps they need to get in agreement with God. And hold fast to that agreement. Are you here? Christ ended the law. So that everyone who was So how are you made right? By doing. By how? Say it again. So why are you trying to be right by what you do? No, you're made right by getting into agreement with him. This makes life. See, oh, that's why I mentioned earlier about going back over that faith conference. Because once you start living by his faith, it changes how, not only how uh, you live, but how you receive things. Yes, yes. Thank you, Thank you. Oh, boy. Mm. Say I'm justified. justified. By believing. By believing see in religion man even in some branches of christianity is working his way to god see in re- re- religion you're trying to work your way to god not realizing that you were saved as a result of grace through faith not by works see when it's based on your own works and effort, you're boasting now. You're pride, prideful. Just like the Babylonians, which is a type of a worldly system in Habakkuk 2.4. So, and you and you know now that Habakkuk, when the Bible talks about the just said live by his faith, it wasn't the individual's faith, but his faith. In contrast to the Babylonians are worldly people who trust in themselves. That's why he said they were Proud and puffed up, the righteous live by his faith in God. See, when you do it, now, watch this. Now, you get the glory. That's why, if you remember, in the old covenant, when the Lord allowed them to walk through the wilderness for forty plus for forty years, and their shoes did not wear out, it, 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 it's in Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Now, watch this. You you, you are. You are you, 18 rather no 28 now watch this he explained to them the reason a couple of reasons why I'm doing this to show you that I'm your sufficiency I am your source then he then goes to say so when you get your homes and you start making good money you won't say I did this but you will remember the Lord that God who gives you the power to get wet, well. so 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 no no no. See when you do it, that's called pride. E- even in James, we misquote. Now I'm just you you know this. Many have tried to use the just uh, 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 faith without works is dead. N- n- he's not talking about your own efforts. He was saying to believers who would just. Uh, uh, who were just clinging to being saved only but feeling like they didn't have to do anything. No, he said if, if if you are really a believer then it would be evidence or demonstrated through your good deeds or works, not works as your own effort. Are you here? Well, what how, how does it work, pastor? You say what God says, relative to whatever that thing is, watch this, in proof that you are in agreement, your actions will begin to walk in that direction, which is proof positive that even though I don't see it now, I believe my agreement with the Father and God is bound by his word. So it has to manifest. That's why he said hold fast to your... Not sit and do nothing. See, if you are in agreement, it would be demonstrated by your actions, by your good deeds. Are you here? Let me show you something. Let me show you something real quick. Give me a second. Get my iPad working right. You justified how? By what? How? Just to pick it back off what I just said about James. Let me show you what Paul said in Romans uh, three twenty-eight. What, what does Romans three twenty-eight say? <laughs> Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by. Faith apart, not by works. I think one translation says works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amplified says, For we maintain that an individual is justified by faith distinctly apart from works of the Lord. So James is not talking about works, you doing something. No, but if you were really saved, we would know by your good deeds, your actions. Are you with me? So we're not saying sit and do nothing, because if you're in agreement with God, how do we know? Because your actions will witness to, I believe, what God said. Therefore, I'm going to step out. What has he said about employment? Well, you get in agreement with that, and you move on that. What has he said about business? You, you 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 step on that. I mean, you stand on that, and what you move on it. What has he said about your relationship? Well, you you you, you stand on that, and you in proof that you believe it. You're not going to wait till he or she act right. Why? Because you're going to. As long as you are in agreement, God is bound. Are you here by his word? So those are just little nuggets. I don't know why you guys wanted me to go over that again. So now let's look at this justification. (laughs) It's the Greek word decalisis. I want you to put the definition up and then we'll look at a couple verses. It means what? To approve or to just see God wants you to stand firm in this. Emphasizing Christ's what full payment of the see that's what he meant by to telestai he justified you when we're talking about this gospel part of it is understanding that you've been freed by the blood are you here Christ's full payment of the debt for sin which liberates who the believer from all so, why are you condemned? See, Romans 8, 1 in the original Greek, it reads, There is now, therefore, no condemnation in Christ, period. This right here proves it. He liberates from all divine condemnation. See, if you condemn. You're either believing wrong or allowing the devil to beat you up. You don't know who you are if you're feeling condemned. Now, there should be some conviction if you're acting silly. But condemnation is not from God. Justification is used only, it gives you some scripture where it focuses on what? The acquitted penalty. You Look at something. Say to yourself, I have been acquitted. You have been freed, guys. That is what 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 watch this? You, you have been moved from eternal condemn to divinely pardon at conversion. Oh, y'all man. So at conversion. It's almost like you've been sitting on death row up until the time you received Jesus by, 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 by nothing that you've done. But the moment you received him, you have been declared free and pardoned. Why? Because I'm sitting in here because of what Adam did. But I have been pardoned because of what Christ did. (laughs) Here Justification focuses on the acquitted penalty Oh man By receiving Christ That is a person is moved Well you see it here Simply put Justification means to declare Righteous or to make one right With God are you here? Let me show you something. 2 Corinthians 5.21, Amplified. So on this day that we celebrate the man resurrection, you need to understand your liberty in him. He came more than for you to go to heaven. He came so you can walk free from condemnation, guilt. Because uh, here's the thing. Again, when you stand before the Father, he sees you holy. See, when you understand this, you won't keep receiving. Be holy. I am holy. I don't have to be. It's who I am. See, to to say be is to, to, to not understand you already are. I'm already holy. He sees you holy, blameless, and above reproach. Well, how can you say that? Because your life is hid in Christ. And when he sees you, he sees Christ. And the life that I, the life that I live now, I no longer live in the flesh, but by the faith of faith from faith in Jesus. <laughs> Boy, this is liberating. you here. You are holy. You just have to get in agreement with you. Where, where is that at? Is it Colossians 1, 23, something like that, Twenty two, twenty three. 23? Let me show you something here. See, listen, we're about freedom here. Uh, hold, hold on. The, it, God bless. God bless whoever else. Go up to about verse uh, where you were enemies in your own minds. Okay, hold, hold on. If you want entertainment, performance, get you going, this is not the place for you. Because we're serious about it. I, I'm not playing with this. So, so if you, you listen if you get the truth of God's word you will feel good without an organ without a whatever whatever so if you're looking for somebody to to get you going you should already be going when you enter into the gates the courts so so you know I'm not the guy that's gonna play and all that stuff with you that's not my assignment. My assignment is not to get up here and do a dog and pony show before you. My job is to liberate you with the truth of God's word. Not get up here and. And you were once alienated in enemies God, what in your in your mind? Yet now he has what? Reconciled you in the body of his flesh through death to present you. So, so when he presents you before the Father, he sees you holy, blameless. See, now, how can you not live in agreement when you know this? You don't want to live in agreement with God. Why? Because he sees me holy, blameless, and In his sight. In his sight. He sees you holy. Brother McCain. Blameless. Well last night I slipped up and said. He sees you holy. Blameless. Now get in agreement. Because there is now no condemn. And if you love what he loves. If you live in agreement, you're going to love what he loves and hate what he... So I'm going to get up and what? Try again. See, when you get this revelation, lady, you'll bounce up in church next week with a pair of Levi jeans on or ass jeans because you know I'm holy. Based upon, I don't know what they wearing now, but when, that's what the jeans back in the day. Uh, Jordache. You are coming here with that Mac or Mary Kay or Bobby Brown make, whatever makeup you use, because you know that God sees me holy. You'll put your wedding band on. You'll put your earrings on. You'll put your wig on, because you know that God sees me holy, blameless. Well, reproach. You'll run from religion and find somewhere where the liberty of this gospel is being preached. Some of that stuff is no more than organized control, man. See, that's how you look to him. Go to the next verse. If in see ah see that's why you gotta. If indeed you continue what in the faith. stand in agreement. Don't let nobody move you out of this. See because as long as see why does it say that's how he sees you. See you have to get in agreement, and when you're in agreement, you see yourself the same way God sees you, and that solidifies or consummates, and things have to happen. So that's how he sees you, but you have to stand firm in that and not be moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, which Paul, which I, Paul, now became a minister. Are you here? Uh, What were we at before we went here? Man, I'm taking another five minutes. Today. Anybody ready to go? Enjoy your Sunday. Bless you. Hey, a beautiful day. Enjoy. Amen. See, religion, man. Oh, you need to stay here. No. no Whoever will. I'm not going to force this on you. Nah. Because if I got to make you do it, perhaps you don't want it. You should want this. Amen. Where were we at? I'm almost done, though. Where? We were where? Okay, watch this. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to judicially be sin on our behalf, so that in, 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 not what you do. You'd be amazed, man, how people like bondage more than freedom. Some have gotten to the point where they tolerate religion. In other words, they've been doing it so long, man, ain't no, man, ain't no use of turning now, man. And you know it has not been working for you? That is... We would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Justification only comes through faith, not by works, beloved. Romans 5.1, ERV. Who's getting this? See, again, one of the liberalities of the gospel is understanding your justification in Christ. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with whoever's preaching today. He got up. But what did that mean? Before you sit down, Rev, tell me how that, what that mean for me, though. Don't leave me hanging. How does that affect me, Rev? We have been made right with God because of our. Not by your works. So we have peace with God through our. Thank God for Jesus. And when you understand this. You will stop blaming every bad thing on God. He, you got peace with God. Are you here? And when you understand this, you want to adopt that thought. He got to beat you down to get for what? 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 What, what was the purpose of Jesus going to the cross for? He was wounded so you wouldn't have to be. Y'all. No. The chastisement of our peace was on. Are you here? See, again, it's something about people. It's something about religion that makes you feel like if you got to go, that brings trouble, don't bring you closer to God. Hold, let me say this way it doesn't come to bring you closer. Now, you may become closer to God as a result of trouble. But he doesn't bring trouble into your life so you can get closer to him. So stop saying God did this so you could get closer. Now, you might become closer as a result of what happened. But you can't get any closer to the Father than what Jesus did for you. See, again, oh, man, man, listen up, man. I wouldn't listen to him. We'll take the word then. Are you here? And we you are and we've seen that he, corre- he uses his word to correct you. What kind of father would that be to to and see, we think God are like some parents. Every time they do bad, get a switch, a belt, iron, anything close to you and bust them over the head. That ain't the kind of God we serve. And guess what? And guess what? Did that draw them closer to you? They, you had it uh, two weeks later. You're doing the same thing. And when they get of, of age, guess what? They don't even want to serve you as mama and dad. They don't, you don't even hear from your children. Why? And see, and people do God the same way because every, every bad thing is blamed on God. So why would I want to serve a God? Who doing all this snatching and stuff. Are you here? Oh, let me come to a place of closing. So here, it shows you how you've been made right. Let, let, let me give you this verse. I, and write this one down for your hearing. Uh, Galatians three twenty three through 25. And I'm going to close in Hebrews 4. Let's go there, Hebrews 4. See, let let me say this. You forfeit God's rest whenever you rely on your works or efforts. You forfeit his rest. You should be resting. Now, again, that means sit, do nothing. Living in agreement with him. And since you're in agreement, there's gonna be demonstrations through your works or doing good works or deeds is what that means. Not trying to be we are and, and to disprove that about work faith without works is dead, we already know that you've been justified how? By Christ. So we know it ain't something you do. That's right. <laughs> If that's the case, Christ died in vain. That's what Paul says, man. If it's on us, man, he died for naught. We got to do better. I'm not preaching to your emotions. You are a spirit. I'm preaching to that spirit, man, the real you. The Israelites of Moses' day illustrate a problem facing many Christians today. They knew a lot of scripture about Jesus, but they don't know him personally. In other words, they know a lot of scripture, but they fail to live in agreement. Are you here? That is, they don't combine or mix their faith with what God has said. okay? So the writer here, the author of here of Hebrews he's writing to Jewish Christians who were on the verge of turning back from their promised rest in Christ. just as the people in Moses they turned back from the promised land. if you remember they were at the door of the promised land, but they did not believe. So the first generation had to die out. Why? Because they didn't believe. Are you here? So when we now listen to this. So when we trust our own efforts instead of Christ's power, we too are in danger of turning back. Our own efforts are never adequate Your works are never adequate. Only Christ can see you through. Amen. Amen. So you can add what I just gave you to all the other context I give you relative to Hebrews. So, so let's, let's see. Again, he's talking to people who are vacillating between the old way and the new way. That's why he says, don't be entangled, you can understand them in Galatians, they're dealing with the same thing. Listen, don't get entangled in that again. You've been set free. See, when you get when you get caught in your own way, you've moved away from God's grace. You're doing it on your own now. And when you are out of agreement, you're out of rest. <laughs> so if you want to rest. Get in agreement. Listen, therefore, since a promise of entering his rest, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us what? Fear lest any of you seem to have what? Come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. In other words, they they did not believe what God said. So when it says not be a mix of faith, just like today, we will miss out on the promise if we do not mix our faith in the faith of the Lord. Again, pistis, persuasion, conviction, beliefs. God's in-birth persuasion. Where our faith comes in is that when we hear his word, we place what we've heard back into his hands. He is the author and Jesus is the author and finisher. Of our, here it goes. Bible faith is always a gift from who? God. And never something that can be produced by people. It's God's divine suasion. Notice it says it's distinct from human belief, yet involving it. So how do, what do you mean? You put what you've heard him say back into his hand. Lord, you said it. I agree with you. And that's what consummation. When you say the same thing that God has said, that's being in agreement. When you say the same, same thing about this or that, that God has said, that's. Notice Jesus is the author. It's not finished until you come into agreement. And once you come into agreement, it's now finished. Are you with me? So now let's go back to Hebrews and I'm done. Hebrews. Now let's look at verses 9 and 10. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has what? Himself. So, what is where we keep getting this works from? See, when you have entered that rest, you cease to try to produce something on your own. Why? You're resting in what Jesus finished. Stand fast in the liberty, guys, whereby you've been set free. And see, it's, it's going to be impossible to do this without hearing and declaring this word. So you just can't rely on what you got today. You have to get in this word. And see, watch this. The more you say it, the more faith comes How? By hearing and hearing by the spoken word. Faith comes how? By hearing and hearing by the spoken word. Faith comes how? By hearing and hearing by the spoken word. So the more you hear it, it persuades you. The more you hear it, the more you speak it, guess what it's doing? It's building faith, confidence. And you place that confidence back in. God, Lord, you said it. I believe that you said it. I'm in agreement. It's not what you do. And I keep hearing that. Well, people can you missing what I'm saying. If you hold fast to your agreement, you're going to love what he loves. Hate what he hates. Well, what about, well, apparently they have not gotten to the place where they love what God loves and hate what he hates or not say ever in the first place. Because eventually there should be some demonstration that will bring about testimony that he or she indeed serves the Lord. Are you here? Man has made this complicated. It's not supposed to be tumultuous. There should, there should be a freedom in Christ. Yes, see, see, I, I, well, Pastor, you know, the, the devil, the devil out here doing things. Listen, sir, ma'am, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Put your confidence in him. That's why you have to know the weapons that he has distributed. Because if you put more confidence in the devil, guess where your faith is now? No. Put your confidence on what the Lord said about defeating the enemy. You missed that. Study what your covenant rights are. And you say to the devil what God has said about this situation and let him know. And see, and when you do that, you notice it speak to a conclusion. And when you're in agreement, hold fast. Why? Because God is faithful. I don't feel delivered. Well, see, you're not in agreement. It's not based on a feeling. You have to know that you're delivered, ooh, and you keep in agreement with that, and that feeling that you think you, that feeling that you so long been waiting for, you'll forget about it. You wake up one day, what feeling? I don't, huh? But notice, see how smooth the devil is. I never hear people say things like, "I don't feel safe." It's always got to do with, I don't, I don't feel safe. You, you should know that you. I don't feel holy. <laughs> See, you don't know you are holy. Who's that for? Yeah. Don't raise it. Don't raise your <laughs> But listen, beloved. One of the reasons why Christ came is whereby you can stand. Whereby you can stand free. Watch this. Liberated in the liberty word, whereby he has said, listen, quit depending on self. <laughs> Depend on him is much easier. It's much easier when you say, Lord, I'm, that's why he says cast your care on, upon him. Rest in his rest. Make it easier. Why? Because God wants you to have life greater than you could even expect. But you have to believe like he believes. Who got that? Come on, let's get a lot of hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com